In a culture of highlight reels and Instagram aesthetics, it's easy for our walk with God to turn into one big performance for everyone else, instead of an honest seeking of Jesus for ourselves. But in this podcast, we're going to read through the Bible together, and also get real and talk about the joys and struggles of being a Christian in this day and age. Because, well, why not? Hi guys, and welcome back to the Why Not podcast with me, Connor JC. And today's episode is based on an email that I got. So I'm not going to say who it's from, but the gist of their email was, I have recently become a Christian and I really want to get into the word and start studying it and not just read it, but I have no idea where to start. Do you have any advice? What do you do? So that's what we're going to be talking about today. So I hope you enjoy. So I remember when I first became a Christian and, you know, reading the Bible was always something that I enjoyed doing. You know, when you're new to faith and you're new to all of these kind of amazing things that you read. But then you realise, oh wait, I really want to study this and, you know, that one is amazing. But more often than not, you have no idea where to start. That's kind of why I was super grateful to have such great godly men and women in my life who kind of showed me their kind of ways and helped me try and find my own way. So I'm going to kind of talk about what I do and hopefully that will encourage you guys to come up with your own way of doing it or maybe you want to adopt kind of what I do. I feel like what I do is fairly kind of common but you know it's studying the word and it's super exciting. So I think the first thing that I will say is to set aside a time of day to study and read your bible and have consistency. So consistency not just in the time but also where you do it. So I've kind of sectioned out a place in my room where I have like my desk and my kind of lighting and my computer and my microphone and stuff. And that's kind of like my workspace. And every time I get into the word when I'm studying it, I go to this particular place. And also I have a place where I read my Bible because reading and studying the Bible are two completely different things. And I tend to read the Bible by the river and I tend to study it better when I'm at home. So... On my workspace, I kind of set aside my time, my space. I normally study the Bible in the evening. I know a lot of people tend to do it in the morning, but I just am not a morning person. I mean, this year I am trying to kind of change that and do the study in the morning, but still I've kind of managed to still wake up early in the morning, but not get anything done and spend the evening kind of studying the word. But that works for me and maybe something different will work for you. But set aside a consistent time and place to be able to do your study. So when you've kind of got that established, then the first thing we want to do when we're getting into the word is to pray. Because, you know, the Bible is a God-breathed book for God-breathed mankind. And we cannot hope to understand the depths of God's word without his help. I mean, we need God's help for everything. And reading the Bible is no different. So set aside some time to pray. And, you know, in that prayer, kind of praise God for the word. You know, it's such a gift that we have access to the word. Not only are there people around the world who don't have access to it and are kind of persecuted and murdered for even owning a copy of the Bible. But what is the Bible? It's God's way of revealing himself to us. We can get to know what God's like through the pages of his word. That's kind of a little take on my introduction of my bible reading plan introduction of this podcast i always kind of say the same thing that i kind of talk about what the bible is and that's because you know every time we get into the word we want to be freshly reminded that is such a gift of god 
to be able to get to know him through his word. So in, in, in the prayer before you get into the word, really recognise kind of what you're about to do. And that will also help you not see it as a chore. Because, you know, when you love God and you want to get to know him, you, you kind of realise that, wow, this, this is an amazing privilege. But don't get me wrong. Like, as I said in the introduction, we're going to get real and talk about the joys and struggles of being a Christian. I can tell you, most of the time, I kind of feel great getting into the word. But oh, there's been so many times where I look at it like, I know I have to do this. I know I should do this. Actually, most of the time when I think like that, I end up not doing it. But sometimes I do come at it begrudgingly. But I feel like I'd rather get into God's word begrudgingly than not at all. And I end up just not getting into God's word at all, which isn't a good thing. But what has really helped me is kind of that first point that I said, that setting aside of time and just making it into a little habit, a little kind of ritual, if you will. I think sometimes we worry about legalism too much, that we're just ticking a box and we're not really engaging, that we forget that reading the Bible is a spiritual discipline which takes discipline. So I'd really recommend, once again, just saying setting aside time, because that's really helped me. And that's something that I am starting to get better at by God's grace. And yeah, here's to 2021 and seeing how I'm going to grow in that discipline. And I hope you guys are praying for that for yourself too. So once we've figured out our time and place of studying scripture and we've prayed, then what's next? How do you actually study scripture? So if you haven't heard of the acronym SOAP, then I am going to blow your mind. Obviously, I didn't create this, but it's just super useful. So SOAP is an acronym. S stands for scripture. O stands for observations. A stands for application. And P stands for prayer. And this is just kind of a really good way of walking through every text that you study. But I want to kind of break it down further with kind of advice that I've been given, especially when it comes to preparing for sermons. And it's also really good for studying scripture. Because, you know, when you're preparing for a sermon, you have to properly study the passage. And I found breaking this down even further was really cool. So scripture, starting off with scripture, writing it out. That's kind of the S. So you write it out. Let's say it's Matthew chapter 1, verses 1 to 10. Write that out. Not only is it super therapeutic, but once you've read it, when you're writing it down, you're reading it again, you're digesting it, you're letting your mind simmer on, on God's word. And it's, yeah, once again, it's really therapeutic. It's really nice. Don't get caught up in the whole handwriting and making it pretty, but you can. But I remember every time I tried, I have no patience. So every time I tried to make it pretty and I make one mistake, it's like back to the drawing board with throwing that piece of paper away. So I, yeah, I've just kind of turn my eye away from all of the mistakes I make when I'm uh, copying out scripture. But, you know, you guys are probably a lot more patient than I am. But anyway, after S is O, so observation. So here's where I would recommend if you're listening to this and you have paper handy, or if you have a phone to take notes, then I take notes. But also, if you want a copy of this kind of walkthrough, I have a digital copy, which I could send to you via email with a list of questions to think about whenever you're reading scripture. And I'm going to walk through it now, but let me know if you if you want that. You can email me at whynotpodcast at gmail.com. That's why not with three whys. And just say, hey, Connor, I want a copy of the soap prep thingy. Y you you'll come up with something more coherent than that. But anyway, so in observation, we're kind of seeing what does the passage say? 
So the first question to ask is, what does this say about God? Either God the Father, God the Son, or God the Spirit. Then, what is happening? And after that, you want to see, are there any repeated words, themes, or contrasts, or purpose statements? After that, you want to see what the story flow is. Is it a, a passage that evolves, or is it a sandwich? Is it, are there two bits that start and end the passage that are similar? Then, what is the structure? What are the different sections? Can you look at it and see if there's a thought or a theme in each bit of this passage that you're studying? What's really handy here is going all white girl Christian and getting your highlighters out, getting your your sticky notes and etc etc. It's really useful for the whole of the observation bit. Probably should have said that first because you guys would probably listen to me better. <laughs> but basically, go all white girl Christian with your note-taking and your highlighting, because these things are really important to look at in the text. So next we want to look at the context. So where does this passage fit and why is it there? So what happens in the passages around? Whenever you're studying scripture you want to know what comes before and what comes after, as well as having kind of an idea of what the whole book is about. So what is the theme of the section? What is the theme of the book? How does the book start and end? Then if you want to get even deeper then go into the historical context. So when is it in history? Who is writing it? Who are they? Who's the first audience? Who is God's people at that time and what was life like for them in the days of this passage and in the days of the first audience, if that's different from the days of the account? What did the people that are listening to this passage or the people that this passage is about, what did they know and what did they ignore? And then the kind of wider biblical context, where does this passage fit in with the whole Bible? So what's happened in the Bible already? Uh, kind of like fulfillments of prophecy or kind of what things have you realised has happened already up to this point? And what must or will happen next? Is this before the resurrection? Is this after the resurrection? Is this the New Testament or the Old Testament? The next, you, you want to find out the meaning. So why should we listen to this passage, why should we look at it? So what do we learn about God? So God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit. Uh, how does our sinful nature fail or disagree with what we've just learned about God in this passage? And next question to kind of ask is, why is that? Why is our sinful nature kind of going against this? What do we actually want? What does this say about us? And what does the Bible or this passage say about it? Next question is, how does Jesus' death reverse this, or does it do the opposite? And then next, who are we like in this passage, if anyone, like if there's a biblical narrative? Are we like anybody in this passage, or should we strive to be like anyone in this passage? This is particularly important when kind of studying a gospel. In general, this whole kind of list of questions are really helpful when studying the gospels or acts. But a lot of these kind of questions are good for just general Bible reading. So the next kind of thing you want to do is understand how can we present the big truth. So this is more for when you're kind of preaching, getting ready to preach, but it's really useful to cut out at the end of the Bible study and see what the main message of that whole passage is. Don't be worried if you kind of don't know what it is, but I think it's super useful to kind of look at the whole passage, study it, and be like, okay, so what's the one thing I'm going to take away from this? What do they want me to know? What do they want me to understand? And how do they want me to respond? 
And that leads us nicely into the A part of SOAP, and that is application. So what is this passage calling me to do? What are the ways that I fail in this? How is this passage calling me to repentance? What will it look like for me to live out this passage? How does this teaching call unbelievers to faith in Jesus? How will it keep believers going in their faith? So those are really good questions that really help every time you sit down and study the Bible. I know I've thrown a lot of questions at you, but this is just kind of a general overview of how deep you can get into scripture. And I know you guys want to go on to Pete. So Pete is prayer once again. I'm sure you saw that coming. So after you read the Bible, especially if there are things that have really stuck out to you, you want to just pray. You want to pray to God for kind of thanking him for what he's revealed to you, thanking him for what you've kind of discovered in the word. But also if you just haven't understood absolutely anything, then just pray to God for kind of wisdom and understanding. And especially if you do have questions, this is why the local church is so important in having kind of great godly learned people in the faith kind of around you so that you can go to them asking questions. And I'm just going to say, I don't really know a lot, but if you guys have any biblical questions and you want to ask me, firstly, go and ask your pastor or someone in your church. And if you don't have a church, go find one. But if you don't, then yeah, feel free to email me once again at whynotpodcast.gmail.com and we can chat and have a talk about some different things. So prayer is just super important. It, it, beginning and ending in prayer just really, it shows that we're depending on God for our understanding of scripture and that's super important. So you guys are probably thinking, okay, all of that seems too much and how am I going to find resources to help me like with historical context or if I really don't understand this verse or this word, what am I going to do? Well, uh, here's some resources that I use. So I use the NIV Bible to kind of study and also read. When I'm doing the podcast, though, I do use the ESV. But the NIV, I, I love, to be honest, <laughs> unpopular opinion, but we're not going to get into that. Maybe that can be a whole episode for itself. But I would really recommend getting a study Bible. Study Bibles are amazing. They have kind of introductions into all of the books. They have notes in the margins. They have kind of cross-references between, you know, when you see kind of verses that seem similar and you're like, oh, you know, I, I've kind of seen this verse before. And then it actually tells you where that verse is. It's amazing. So I'd really recommend getting a study Bible. Then I would say a commentary is always good whenever you're studying a passage. But the thing is with commentaries is that you don't want to rely on them because then you're not kind of seeking God's word for yourself. You're seeing someone else's study of God's word. And that can be really helpful, especially if you have no idea what's going on. But that's also why we pray. That's also why it's like, you know, it's sometimes you really need to dig to get into the meat of God's word. And that also comes with time. But if you are going to look at some commentaries, I recommend the Enduring Word commentary, which is kind of, I think, Spurgeon and Friends. And then the Crosswalk commentary is really good. Then there's like the Matthew Henry concise commentary, which is really good. All of those are found online. Then also when you're kind of studying a passage, maybe before you've studied it or after you've studied it and you want to look at it more, Desiring God has amazing resources. There's articles, there's podcast episodes, all kind of John Piper. I mean, the articles are written by more people than John Piper, but the podcasts and the sermons, 
they're actually like catalogued by so many different things so by topic by theme by bible verse so i'd really recommend going on the design god website in, in fact i recommend going on it every day there's always something new there every day and that has been one resource that has really helped me in my walk with god then there's another one uh, which is rc sproul's legionnaire website and that's kind of similar to desiring god and you know if you're stuck or you want to kind of look at something further then i'd really recommend that one also so kind of the next thing that i want to say when it comes to studying the word is like making an effort to write things down writing things down is super important also because <laughs> it's really funny i found some of my old kind of quote-unquote workbooks like christian workbooks notebooks and just seeing like my understanding of scripture then and seeing it now not that i'm some genius or that i'm like a prophet or anything but you can really see kind of the growth the spiritual growth from reading and looking at your observations the first time around that's also what i love also about having the same bible because you study a passage and you're like writing in your bible okay i've only started recently writing in my bible i was super against it but now i i, I love it because i look at a passage i'm studying it then like, i don't know a couple of months later i come back and i'm listening to a sermon i'm like wow this is what this verse is also saying and then i see what i thought it meant and it's just it's an amazing experience to be honest it really is super humbling but also just super amazing the last thing i want to say is that studying the bible is really good for yourself like you need to be doing it by yourself but also studying the bible with a friend is so good uh, i would say studying someone who is older than you having that one-on-one -on -one discipleship there's a verse in acts that i was preaching on recently so it's acts 8 and it's the ethiopian eunuch talking to philip philip says uh do you understand what you're reading and the ethiopian eunuch who's not a christian at this point but has just kind of got his hands on a scroll containing isaiah 53 and he's reading it out loud and philip's like yeah so do you understand what you're reading and the ethiopian eunuch's like no how can i understand it unless someone explains it to me so having that one-on-one -on -one discipleship is super important because you know that's how god works god works by his word through older people that are kind of more experienced they've studied scripture and passing their knowledge on as well as kind of going with a friend and you know two heads are better than one people are all different and kind of take different things out of scripture so when i first became a christian i used to study the bible with my assistant pastor who's just a legend absolute legend love him to bits and i've also studied it with my best friend uh, that was kind of a consistent we used to study scripture and at the moment i mean i study I, I my whole life has kind of turned into studying scripture i mean i say that laughably because i i say that but it's not 100% true but I'm studying scripture on a day-to-day -day way more than I ever have before which is really cool it, it, it kind of gets hard sometimes I'm not gonna lie and sometimes it's like my brain just can't take this anymore I, I'm too tired but it's always those times when I'm feeling particularly like no that when I actually kind of force myself to get into the word I'm like oh wow yeah yeah that's why i get into the word that's why okay i get i see you i see you there working i see you and even going with me through matthew as we're going through at the moment that's kind of reading with me in a sense i would say that after any of those episodes that you really do take some time to write some notes for yourself and look at more things i'm trying not to go too deep into all of my observations because i want to encourage people to kind of listen and read for themselves and study it 
but maybe I'll do a little bit more observations just because it can be really helpful seeing what someone has to say about a passage. But I'm going to say it now, don't take my word as truth or absolute because I am a fallible human being. I've only been a Christian for about five years, which may sound a lot to a lot of kind of younger Christians here, but yeah, like I am not the source of all knowledge. And lastly, I just want to repeat again, if you want a copy of that kind of worksheet in terms of studying the Bible, then really do email me. I have kind of typed it all out for you guys and you guys can make it look pretty or you can retype it. But <laughs> if you do end up using it, then please let me know. I would love to know if that's kind of encouraged you. And honestly, I didn't even come up with these questions. This was given to me. It was a resource given to me. And who am I to keep that for myself, especially as it really helps me on a day to day. So if you want a copy of that, email me at whynotpodcast at gmail.com and also keep these questions coming. So like uh, today's question of how do I get into a word? How do I study it? If you have any other questions related to Christian living, if you want to ask me anything just kind of about my general walk, and if you have any kind of things that you want help talking through, walking through, then let me know and I can either just email with you guys or I can make a podcast episode about it. But anyway, that is what I have for today. I hope you guys enjoyed that and that you found it educational. I am going to go now because my church service, the evening service, starts in about 20 minutes. So, yeah, that's, that, 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 that's it. That's the episode. That's me. But anyway, I just want to encourage you to get into God's word. Like, sometimes it does seem really hard and it's the last thing you want to do, especially at the end of a long day or first thing when you wake up. But it really is worth it really really is like, I'm getting excited just speaking about studying God's word it's just it's amazing like what was I doing my whole life before I found the bible because I thought <laughs> I thought I was doing well I thought I was happy I thought I was content but there's nothing quite like really getting into the word with like a cup of coffee some biscuits and snacks it just <laughs> oh I'm a saddo anyway Goodbye, God bless, and I'll see you in the next one, which will be tomorrow, where we continue in Matthew chapter 6. So, see ya.